You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. I'm not the type to hold on to things longer than I need to, especially if I need to pivot or put that money to something else or put that money to make me more money or stuff like that. So the first time I came to you, I said, babe, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about giving my BMW up. What's going on, everybody? We're your host, Malcolm and Brittany Garrison, and you're listening to Let's Talk About It. Let's Talk About It is a space where we unpack life's transitions and their effects on millennials. As entrepreneurs and millennial parents, we've navigated a lot of life transitions. And we're here to share those experiences with you while challenging perspectives and engaging in open dialogue. Y'all ready? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Happy New Year, Season 3 of 2023 i mean we're we're here we're back i mean we are are you ready i'm ready i got some new bling y'all see that yeah please show new bling please show off the ring because let me tell y'all something about this ring <laughs> as we get into manifestation i don't think that's manifestation so malcolm of course because you know as people started to get married you know he had a little <laughs> black tuxton ring that i got him for our wedding because he said he wanted a black ring you know i just think it's wild that you forgot that that's actually what you asked for but anyway he asked for this ring, was black it? ring, or whatever. It had rose gold. It was engraved on the inside. Spent a lot of money on this ring. A lot of time thinking about it. And so, but sure did. as people continue to get married, you know, all his mans was getting, you know, Everybody the had a diamonds. Bling, bling. Everybody had diamonds except for your boy. So, for his birthday, he got blessed. Thank you. Because I just feel like that's what you should be saying. I said thank you then. I You're thanked welcome. you many times. Okay. You Since. <laughs> yes, and I need you to continue to thank me as we <laughs> get through the season. But welcome back to the So Let's Talk About a Podcast. We have missed, oh my God, I have so missed podcasting. Like, these breaks be taking a toll on me. Yeah, so, I mean, what, what did you want to talk about today? Because I know you, you said you want to talk about 2022 in all its glory yeah, think, and non-glory. You know? <laughs> yes, I, so... I think a big part about like New Year's and going into a new year, like, of course, it'll be 2023 once this episode drops. But, you know, right now we're still in 2022. And I think that a lot of the end of the year ends up in a lot of reflection where you're thinking about, um, you know, what happened over the course of the year? How did the year transpire? What did you talk about at the top of the year? What did you expect for the top of the year? And, you know, starting 2023, I really want to 
um, or starting this season, I really want to do like a 2022 reflection and really talk about, you know, what were the expectations for 22? And this was our year. We turned 30. We we entered into a new decade, you know. So knowing that that is what like this time last year, what did you expect for this year? And kind of reflecting through. You know, and we talk about new year, new me, like what what are our expectations for 2023? And, um, you know, just kind of some I think this is an episode that's going to be about life lessons and really just reflecting on this year and talking about our goals or what we expect to happen next year. This year. Yeah, whatever. Y'all get it. I mean, how, going into 2022, mm-hmm. where were you mentally, though? So. 2021 ended in a very, I think this was like the beginning of like a weird space, like 29, I feel like we've talked about it a a couple times on the show, that 29 was just such a interesting year, because my friend told me, uh, who was I talking to? My friend told me that uh, one of their spiritual leaders said that you don't really become an adult until you're 30. And I was like, that kind of makes sense. It's like that 29-year bridge from your 20s into 30, for me, was just really reflective. And I would say if I had to put 2022 in one word, yeah, it would be like awakened. Okay. Because I feel like that bridge between like turning 29 and knowing that I would be 30 this year, it's like you start to reflect on all the things that – you wanted life to be and where you wanted to be by 30. Um, so for me, it was kind of like, it was weird because I was kind of questioning everything that was. After um, turning 29, like I think just my perspective of what my life would look like, and now that I was a mom, everything shifted for me anyway. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of looking at like, what would 2022 look like? I was in the middle of kind of just considering a business change. Um yeah. I was in the midst of self-discovery. I was in the midst of identity, kind of like a midlife, a, a, a quarter-life crisis, I guess you call it. Quarter-life like, crisis. To really understand myself, because I started asking questions like, who am I? What has Brittany become? Who does she want to be moving forward? You know what I mean? And starting to really reflect on why I do certain things, why I like certain things. Are they, um, 2022, I would say, was a year I found my own mind. Mm my own voice um yeah yeah, like it was the year when i found my own mind because like a lot of things that we do believe or that we take on and that we hold on to are our concepts and perspectives that are often given to us based off our environment could be from home it could be from college i feel like that 29 year in 2022 in particular for me was really really finding my own voice even with stuff with me and you of course like in a relationship there's it's easy to take on each other's characteristics each other's mindsets And I've spent a lot of time in 2022 asking myself when I do think of stuff, considering is this a Britney decision or is this a Britney thought or are some of these things deriving from how somebody else is feeling or what somebody else might have said or is this like how I feel? That was, it was really awakening for me this year. What would you say? Coming into 2022, I was, I was, I don't want to say not angry, like, like you said, awakened. Mm -hmm. I was more so, uh, I was I was thinking of so many different things of like, what is this year going to be like uh, for us? And I say that because, you know, our world got shaken up in 2021 yeah, that, sure. you know, and we'll get into that. But going in 2022, I'm like, OK, what is this year supposed to be like? And mm-hmm. it was kind of like a, a foundational year again. Yes. Uh, it was a uh, it was a planting year uh, for me. Yes. 
And I started to question everything. Every <laughs> single thing. Like you said, when you're talking about being awakened, I started to question everything. Like everything that I kind of thought or knew, I thought I knew. <laughs> or thought you knew, right. You know what I'm saying? Like I started like, well, do I really know that? Or is this really real? You know what I'm saying? And I started to really be in tune with what I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I started exploring uh, the things that I like to do. I started exploring the truth, you know what I'm saying? Like of what Malcolm likes to do and, and, and where he likes to go and who he likes to spend his time with, all these different things. Mm-hmm. I started discovering myself a lot more mm-hmm. and being honest with myself a lot more and just saying like, if I'm not okay around this time, I'm not okay, but I can I can get to being okay. Yeah. You know? What do and you mean? Like, like beginning of the year, I was so confused. I'm like, yo, yeah. what do I do next? Because I had just, you know, we I had just shifted out of, out of what we were doing business-wise. And it was only me that was shifting out of mm-hmm. it. So I'm like, okay, where do you go? What do you do? What do you like to do? And I'm just like lost in the beginning of the year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I had to figure out like, what did I like to do? And that's why I want to ask you because we listened to Michael Todd. Yeah. And Michael Todd talked about here is holy. Yeah, that was the word of the year. The word of the year was here is holy in the beginning of the year. And me and you gravitated to that word more than anything. So I want to know, what, what were you thinking? What did you think it meant to hear, here is holy? So the whole thing about here is holy is is that it was like, um, it's this space, this moment in time. And I think it, it resonated with me in that moment because everything felt like a puzzle had just been broken up. Like mm-hmm. and it was five hundred pieces to it, and now I got to figure out how to put this puzzle together. And it's like, how did I get here? And you know, I think, like I said, twenty nine mm-hmm. being so reflective and turning thirty, and you have expectations. And in hindsight, like in January, hearing here is holy. It's like what? Like here? Like like we've had a lot of life. You know what I'm saying? We've been together for almost ten years. It'll be ten years in March. And thinking about the fact that we've been together for ten almost ten years, and this was the here like through all the highs and the lows and the mids, it was like, this is the worst here to have been picked. But I, 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 I'm grateful for that word in particular, because I think it also gave me peace, like in the storm of confusion. Yeah. To say like, you know, I don't know what's going on, but here's holy, you know, and because God is here, here's holy, like whatever he's doing in the midst of this, I don't know. I don't understand it. I'm confused by it. However, here is holy. And that was like the peace. It was like when they talk about peace having, you know, uh, God gives us the peace that surpasses understanding. It was like that's what here is holy was for me. It was just kind of like a mantra to lean into for the entire year when I was confused, when I was uh, uncertain, when I, you know, was healing. You know what I'm saying? Mm Because I I think I definitely had to go through. I'm still going through an immense amount of healing when you end up in life transitions. And honestly, the podcast was birthed out of these deep and dark moments that we've had this year of confusion space. And it's like in the confusion, then you have an idea or in the confusion. Now you have a, a something different and it's like, it's taking you on this path that was so unexpected, but here is holy. And so as that continued to transpire, even now with one of the series that's he, that he's talking about right now, talking about being cuffed to things that don't love you back. Some of it being cuffed to being con- in control. I know I'm a control freak. I want to know what's happening in my life. I I want to understand what each piece 
yeah, means no, why each situation is happening how does it play yeah. out you know what yeah. i'm saying and so we want to know Lord. you know what i'm saying Confu- <laughs> cuff to confusion cuff to uh the comments cuff to criticism cuff to capping yeah. you know what i'm saying and it's like when you look at all those things it's like it was orchestrated properly from the beginning of talking about here being where you're supposed to be even if it's not understood like what was here is holy for you i, I think here was holy was like you're not in control anymore and you need to sit and you need to reflect and you need to figure things out. And we have been hustling, bustling for so many years uh, that I think we, we, I don't want to say we, we got away from God, but we, we did, we uh kind of did, you know what I'm saying? And we took manifestation as prayer, you know what I'm saying? Or that is a word. That'll seriously, like we, we, we translated manifestation, you know, as, as prayer and that's not the case. And, I was very, very fickle about about that in itself because I didn't want to get too far in personal development that I forget my spiritual development. Mm-hmm. And I felt like we were we were tossed between those mm-hmm. those two. And to hear that word, the fact that it hit us so hard mm-hmm. means we it was we were supposed to hear it. Yeah, for sure. We were supposed to hear it and it gave us so much clarity of listen for God. Yeah, be still. It was still. You know what I'm saying? Like 2022 was a year of just stillness, and I I feel like when you have expectations for what your year is going to look like, it's kind of like 2022 was our 2020. Like a lot of people talk about 2020 being a year where everything just got so still, so quiet. But in that moment, most entrepreneurs we were ramping everything up because people need what we provide. And so I think for us this year, 2022 was that was like that season of just stillness and 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 wait on the Lord like be still yeah. and let him tell you. I remember being on a flight. I don't think I was with you. I think I was on my way home. Um I went to Houston in February by myself and I remember coming home and I had my headphones in and I was listening to that was the first time I had ever like heard that song. Like there's some songs that people have been listening to all year like or last couple of years like Jaira and like Firm, and it, it was like all of these things, like, <laughs> right. and this, I mean, we're, we're getting really deep, but this is who we are at the core. But like stuff like Jaira, like I'll be content in every circumstance. You're enough. You are enough. And then stuff like Firm Foundation, like rain right. came, wind blew, my house was built on you. Like I'm safe with you because yeah. my house, you know, all of that, like I'm going to wait on you, wait on the Lord. He'll renew your strength if you wait. And so it was like everything was just everything that was resonating with us this year with me and my, myself particularly. Um, it was like it, it all was stemming from the umbrella of like be still be OK with being in this place because here is holy. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I'm grateful for that because in hindsight, it's like when you get to the end of this year and the way it unfolded, it's like here's holy made sense. Because if you would have stayed in the hustle and the bustle and the the just get you know get to it, I yes. gotta get to the money. I gotta like we we've been those people for the last five years. Yeah, absolutely. Seven since seven we moved years. here. Yeah, since we moved here. So for seven years, it's been all about the hustle and get to the bag, get to the money. You know what I'm saying? Elevate your lifestyle, elevate your life, um, become a person of inf- it's all the things. And that's not that those things are bad, and it's not that that's no longer you know what we want to do. But it's also being okay with okay, but in what direction and how is it? connected to your purpose where do you need to be who do you need to become in this season we're not the same people we were even last year you know what I mean we're not the same people we were before we had a son we're not the same people coming out of like the first year of COVID we are going into our senior year of COVID 
Yes, we or is are. Junior year? Yeah, our junior year of COVID. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like we have become different people, and you want different things. And twenty from turning twenty nine, that's what I've been questioning. It's like I, I feel like I've been question. I've been questioning it too. But when I when I heard here is holy, it was like finally we got an actual word that that fed us, and it was simple, and we didn't have to like seek it. It it kind of like came to us, and then. <laughs> And I, and I want to give context to, to people listening because people might be going through this, might have gone through this or have experienced it. But for us in 2021 in business, we like we have been used to what, 30 plus thousand a month in, in profit income, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying into our household. And by the end of that year, it was like at five, you know, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And it's relative. Of course, somebody would be like five thousand a month. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And it is, but it was relative. It's relative, and to, for us, going from from it was, 10. It was you know thirty to 10, it didn't. Matter. It felt like five. It, it didn't matter. Did. You know what I'm saying? But when you go from a certain lifestyle and income, and for it to like I don't even know torpedo is that what you call it? it torpedo <laughs> down. You know our, mm-hmm. our business. It started to begin to fail, and it wasn't. It felt like it was out of our control, and that was the first time. Hundred percent out of our control. You know what I'm saying? It was the first time we felt helpless. helpless. You know what I'm saying? Like we can't control this one. We, you know, I don't even know how we're going to get out of this one. Mm -hmm. And and then it's like, in addition to that, you ask questions like, "God, I'm a good person. Like I treat people right." You know what I'm saying? What is this? What is this? Why? Why me? Did I miss something? (laughs) Did I forget? Like, why is this happening to us? And then it's like, no, no, no. Here's holy. Here is holy. And we, you know, of course, we had did the right things. Yeah. You know, thankfully, because we had been we had used, been used to that income for so long, but we had did the right things, thankfully. But I think that's why this year in 2022 was a foundational year because that that was the year I was like, okay, how do we plant seeds that can grow this year? Mm-hmm. We did right now. How do we? How can we plant the seeds and allow this here is holy? Allow us time, and, and that's what I also thought here here is holy was. It was. Give yourself time. Mm-hmm. Give yourself time to figure things out. Figure what you want to do, what you're passionate about. But I'm gonna take care of you. And you know, we st- we made like investments in the beginning of the year. We're like, our plan of action. Let's talk about our plan of action for 2022. Listen because somebody Ladies, can learn from this. No, you know for sure. Let me say this. I have to acknowledge that when we talk about money mm-hmm. in all of our episodes, we talk about communicating about finances and the differences in personalities. If you're the kind of person that hates or dislikes or loathes saving, or you're the riskier type of person with your income, but you have a partner that's not, you have to play to each other's strengths because, and you have to be humble enough to listen when you don't want to, because listening when you don't want to, in hindsight, it's like, I would rather have had the hindsight of listening to you than the hindsight of acting on what I was feeling in those moments, right? And so I definitely want to pay homage to you just because you were so focused Um, because what people don't talk about in glorified entrepreneurship is that you can have like, they're both like, it's not always lit. It's not always down. Like people right now are talking about the real estate people in real estate, real estate agents. Like y'all ain't selling like y'all was selling last year. Y'all ain't selling. (laughs) It's like, you know, of course it's like, yeah, but 
it's there are ups and there are downs. There are mids within every single business. Nothing is always up. Nothing is always down. That's why people are talking about recession right now. That's why they're talking about the stock market. They're talking about investments. Everybody's talking about this because everything's not always up. We have been up for so long. You know what I'm saying? And people don't account for what would happen if I ever, if things change, mm. you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I, I, I appreciate you for always being forward thinking, no matter how much money was being made, no matter how good it got, you were always thinking about what if it ain't good no more? Would I be okay? Would my family be fine? And I think that's the part that people have to remember to think about in your best times is how am I stewarding my best? Yeah. Because if I need to lean on my stewardship, do I have nothing? Yeah, no, you're, you're completely right. And I remember the day I came to you about like, okay, so. Diversifying in business. One, like I came to her and I said, look, we need to diversify our income because yes, we're doing well, but we're solely coming, you know, our income is solely coming from this. Mm-hmm. one source and it's very very scarce and we need to start diversifying now we at this time we didn't know where we wanted to diversify to yeah but thankfully we were we were just you know building our nest egg and stuff like that mm-hmm. we were doing right with our money the issue came in because our income was actually going down over a time our lifestyle that we had made for ourselves it started i'm, I'm the type that like okay even if my even if my lifestyle my income changes 10 percent Something got to change. Something got to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the type to hold on to things longer than I need to, especially if I need to pivot or put that money to something else or put that money to make me more money or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So the first time I came to you, I said, babe, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about giving my BMW up. And what, like, what was <laughs> what was the feeling when, when I said when I first said it? Because this was like in the beginning of 2022, wasn't it? Yeah. This is yeah. This is right in the beginning of 2022. I'm like, look. I see where things are headed right now and let's get ahead of this thing Mm -hmm. and let's, you know, let's be smart. Let's be really, really diligent. And I'm telling you all this because there's got to be, there's a lesson in this. And I believe it could have been some, some people going through this throughout this year. Yeah. And I'm telling you now, you wasn't the only one, but learning how to pivot is so, so key. No, it's also not how, but when, when exactly when, before you have to, you know what I'm saying? That's the, and so here's, I have a couple of lessons from the pivot. The, I, my first lesson is you need to make sure you have humility yeah. in those moments because I think lack of humility will put you in a place where you're trying to please people who don't give a damn. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and what that looks like is like when you've put yourself in a position like your question, the questions that you're going to ask yourself when it when pivoting needs to be considered is what is it going to look like when everybody else sees that? Yeah. And what I see hindsight, right? Because in the moment, that's what I'm thinking. Like, nigga, I gave you that as a gift. Yeah, I was like, you know what, I'm like, like, what did you feel gift. exactly when so, I said that to you? For those of you that are just uh, joining us or just meeting us, so um, at the end of 2020, we, one of our best years in business, Malcolm and I have been super conservative. Um, and so for his birthday that year, uh, I, I got him a BMW, a brand new 2021, had three miles on it. It was incredible because I felt like he deserved it because he's the person that's not really, you know, going to do those type of things for himself. So, you know, it was it was low cost for what we were making. And we had been so conservative, very, very heavy on saving. And, you know, it was lit. 
<laughs> right? So it wasn't, it was a drop in the bucket for sure. Yeah. Um, the income was still, you know, the, the amount of money we were making, it, it was a fine choice. It was not. Yeah, financially made sense. Financially, like we were still literally under probably 13% in our living expenses if you added that on. So for me, it was like, all right, cool, whatever. It is what it is. Pay for for six extra months, you know, for six months. Of course, who wants to pay for the gift they just got? So I'm like, all right, cool. You ain't gonna have a car note for six months. I already paid for it, blah, blah, blah. And so... Um, the first thought is like, yo, like I did this whole grand gesture. We did a video. Like, what are people going to think? And I have to say this. People aren't thinking about you as much as you think they are. Correct. People don't even, <laughs> honestly, to this day, people are going to find this out because of this episode. Literally. There are literally. individuals that literally don't know anything about anything because they don't care as much as you think they do. People ain't, like, if you ride up in a different car, they're not like, where's your Beamer at? You know what I'm saying? And so um, that's the first thing is, like, thinking about what people are going to think about you making a decision that's best for you, <laughs> which is the crazy part. And so um, the first thing I was going to say is, like, be humble enough to know that a pivot is necessary. Um, we started having the conversations, like he said, before we had to, we had to make a decision. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't like, you know what I'm saying, you about to eat yourself out of house and home trying to stay in a BMW. You want to live in the car. Like, it ain't that. But it's being open to having the conversations to develop, kind of putting, it was like kind of putting a system in place. It was a contingency plan. Like, okay, we see the trend here. What are we going to do differently? Where can we, like, what's going to be too much? Like, what's, what, what, like, how far are we going to do, like, let this go before we start to make those decisions? So I think being able to have the conversations ahead of time allows you to not be surprised when you do have to make a decision because it's already been discussed. And I think the other thing is you got to have people around you that are really for you. Um, You know, people that are going to tell you the real and people that you know, people that have shared with you their story, like you know, y'all y'all heard from um, some of our really really close friends in last season, and we you know we we're keen to call them up, like yo, what do you think about this? And I remember uh, Kiana, shout out to her. She said two things. She said three things. She said one, are you making this decision out of fear, or out of you know being being uh, cautious? Yeah. Uh, like, are you making this because you're afraid of what could happen or are you doing this like to make sure that you're putting parameters in place? Now, her husband, DL, he said, make a decision before you have to make a decision because you would hate to have to have made the decision because you don't have a choice versus choosing to give something up so that you can, you know, better be better off for whatever could happen. Correct. And then the third thing was like, and then you got to grieve all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is when I first started realizing, we talked about it last season, but when I started realizing that you have to sometimes grieve things, you know what I'm saying? You have to grieve what you expected 2020. Like, this is like, I think we were starting to talk about this in February. Yeah. we. I mean, no, like, I started talking, like, when I came to you about it. Yeah. I think I was thinking about it. it. I was thinking about it by the end of 2021 because Mm of what the year had transpired to be like at the end, by the end. (laughs) So when I came to you, and, and, and it's so important for, for couples, if, you, if you're listening, is like be okay with having an uncomfortable conversation because I knew you were probably going to feel some kind of way about me coming to you about it because I knew how, how it made you feel about getting me the gift. Yeah, for sure. It was, you know, it wasn't even about the BMW. You know, we're not hype on material yeah. things like that anyway. Mm-hmm. It was more so about the, the principle. The principle <laughs> of it. Like, man, I got this. And, and, I, and I was just telling her, like, look, this is what I see. And I had, you know, I had the money for eight months to pay for the car. And I said, can I put this somewhere else? Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? And this, and, and, and you got to be willing to have the uncomfortable conversation because it can, it can one, grow your relationship, but she also saw I was willing to sacrifice anything that I needed to yeah, in order for us to be better financially. And it was very important for me to, one, have that, have a plan. Of, I had a whole plan of action when it came he to did, that. Y'all, by that time, by the time he had come to me, there were so many, con- there was, it was like, all right, cool. <laughs> if this happens, this is what we're going to do. If this happens, this is what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to do this. And, and it was kind of like, like you said, like me, for me, it was being humble enough to submit to my husband's leadership in that moment. Um, I don't, th- I, I believe that the husband is always the head, the man is the head, whatever. Um, but there's plenty of times when I've led us, and that was a moment to allow you to lead where it's like, all right, do I believe? And this is where you talk about manifestation. You talk about faith. You talk about belief. Do I believe that things will change? Absolutely. Because I know our Correct. work ethic. I know Correct. what we can do. I know the type of opportunities we have. But one thing I will say, too, about entrepreneurship or when you're making a lot of money it's you can falsify especially when you're making it for a long time. You're talking about making that kind of money for almost two years. Yeah. You know, in two years, first of all, when you get. Hey, listen, are you looking to take your soul? Let's talk about it podcast experience to the next level. Well, you have to join the VIP circle. We're calling it the close friends and the close friends is where you're going to get behind the scenes access, looking at what does it really take to create this show? And you're going to get first access to everything that we're doing. We're talking about live events. We're talking about merchandise. You're going to know first. But what I'm most excited about is a new segment we're launching to the show called the comment section in the comment section is where we're going to be answering your questions. We're going to be answering your comments and responding live on the show. And so we want to hear from you. This is not just us talking. It's not just entertainment, but it's a community. We're all on this self-discovery journey together. So we want to hear from you. So make sure you click the link in the show notes. So let's talk about it pod.com and join the VIP circle. Come into the close friends and we can't wait to hear from you. Now back to the show. To a two year time span of making that kind of money. You're like, this ain't never going to stop. <laughs> right, you do get you, you get comfortable. It, it becomes numb. It like, becomes com- normal, yeah, it and that's becomes the thing. Normal. It had become normal for us. You know what I mean? We had been making that since 2019, and so when you look at that, it's like this is not going to end. You're talking about two years, which um, you know, in entrepreneurship, what's important to remember is like, and I learned this from you because my mind don't work like this. Mm-hmm. My mind works as if. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And this is going to be a great, like, we're going to ride off into the sunset off of this. <laughs> it can only right. go up. It's right. only happened every year. You know what I'm saying? Every year, um, you know, since we had started that business for five, uh, in 2017, since 2018, after we got married, it has only grown like a thousand percent a year. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So how could it get, how could it not continue to do this? Right. But. I understand investing. I understand markets. I understand trends, but I didn't see that at all. You know what I'm saying? It's like in your life, I didn't see it. And so I think it's important to be real about understanding that even though you're having a good season, doesn't mean that it can't change and it has nothing to do with you. So for me, when, when, when financially things started to change, mm-hmm. it's like, I felt like it was an attack on myself. Like as me, as a person, like I did all this, I go so hard. I do, you know what I'm saying? And I had to really like, yo, detach myself from money too. Yeah, no, that's real. Detaching that's myself real. from money and, and really feeling like as if, as long as I'm a good person, as long as I treat people well and I do things in decency and in order, and I love people, I love the Lord, and I work my butt off, there's no reason 
why the money ain't getting better. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Like that was my life. Like mentally, right. that's really what I thought. And it's not that that's not true. Right. But it's like I got caught up in it. Yeah. And I think some honestly, I feel like 2022, God needed to humble us a little bit too. Like, all right. Absolutely. You absolutely. know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I, I did this. Yeah, absolutely. Don't forget. It, it's like a don't forget moment. And, and the thing is, thank God for wisdom. And I always pray, pray for wisdom is that we use the beginning of the year. We said, we're going to invest our money. Yes, a lot. Of we're it. going. To, we're going to invest majority of our money and and allow that to um to to grow. And that was a part of our plan coming into this year. Like, and this, and this for anybody that's, that's you, you know you're making a good income or maybe you've made a good income, you have a good nest egg. Um, start planning out your year going into 2023. Like, what what investments do I want to make? Um, what markets do I want to get into right now? That is probably a good a good bear of entry that I can capitalize on. And that's something that we did at the first quarter of the year, literally yeah, the first we month were, of the year. Whew, first quarter we were in there. You know what I'm saying? The first quarter we we, we invested majority of, of what we had and uh, or majority of our income run at time um, in order for that to grow legs. And then we even started a, a online business. The online business had did like six figures in three months. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like all these things because they here's holy moment. Mm -hmm. We 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 sat in it. We was like, okay, let's learn from, let's learn right now. Let's stop, let's figure this stuff out. Let's get ourselves together. But it was also voice of reason and wisdom that was coming to us, and things started just coming our way. And I'm 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 gonna be the honest, most honest person I've ever been to say that as things were coming our way, and my husband was the person saying, let's pivot, let's move, let's do this, you know, let's transition in a multitude of ways to make sure that we were good. I was combative about all of it. <laughs> I was not pleased. I did. I don't want it to sound like we just rode off in the sunset into our transition and our pivot. No, I had no. That I took months. Every moment, I cussed him out often. I cried a lot because I was just like, I don't want to do any of this. I don't think we need to. We've been good. We always gonna be good, and it always picks back up. But. Uh, I, I had to even start thinking about my business like a business, even though I was in the network marketing space. Like, I don't think we look at it as if if this was a profitable business, like a Fortune 500 company and I built it to millions of dollars. People sell these at this point, at the peak. They sell it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like you holding on to something that's transitioning when you ain't sell it or diversify or take the money and build new businesses and do those other things. Um, you know, and those are the things that I had to reflect into to kind of really set up this next season of like, okay, how many places is your money? Or, oh, that's what I was saying earlier. It's like sometimes you feel like when you're making that much money, I don't need to diversify yeah. because it's such a big lump sum. If it's if I'm yeah. making $70,000 a month, $25,000 a month, $30,000 a month. Some people, I used to make $30,000 a year. I used to make $50,000 a year. Yeah. So now I'm at $70,000 a month. I'm, 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 every month yeah. is a year. Yeah, no, it's, you know it's, what I'm saying? It's and different. you feel like, well, since it's a year, it ain't never going to stop. And I'm going to be fine here forever versus thinking that I need to take this. All right, cool. Maybe this month we take 50%, 60%, 70%, percent, and, and where are we going to invest it? Or what, what What can we put this into where I'm making 70000 or 50000 or 20000 or 10000 or 5000 from something else? Because at that point, then we started to think about, well, if we had money in multiple places, even if you're making an extra 100000 a year from each thing, yeah. everything ain't going to change at the same at time. At the same time. Exactly. So when you only have one thing because it's a large lump sum, that's where I feel like I got caught up. You know what I'm saying? These are, I mean, 
<laughs> we got to do an episode called Lessons I Learned from My First my first Time Making a Lot of Money. Yeah, because that's, that's real. I think there's so much to unpack in that of what um, we really start to think about in those moments or forget in those spaces. Right, and, and, and this is for, like, it doesn't matter where you are financially. Like, 5000 10000 15000 can be a lot for you right now. And that could be the most money you've ever made. Mm-hmm. It's like you got to be thinking like this right now, too, even when you're making that kind of money. Like, how can I diversify this this income? This, maybe it's from my business. Maybe it's from my job. How can I diversify and make it grow legs? And that was a really, really big part of 2022. That's one thing we focused on the most was having our money grow legs. Can you talk a little bit about, like, transitioning in 2022? Because I know this was a big year of transition for us and just kind of thinking about, like, yourself, and how difficult it is to just consider what does Malcolm want and how does he want to be? Like, how, what was that kind of like for you? It was a multitude of things because, so pretty much my entire adult years has been either basketball or network marketing. Mm-hmm. So it comes from, from basketball. I didn't have time to have internships. I didn't have time to get work experience or anything like that to give me some some skills in the workplace or, you know, just, just skills that you can use in the real world. Yeah. You don't really have time to develop those. And then coming straight out of college, going into, a, a you know, corporate America like like I did, which was fine. You I did learn some skills there, but I obviously didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And then when we found network marketing, we found a, we finally found a vehicle that that we could accomplish a lot of the goals that we had for ourselves. Yeah. And coming out of network marketing for me, this was one of the hardest things is because all my years in, in, in the 20s, I haven't done something that was fulfilling for me. Mm-hmm. And I had to explore what was fulfilling for me. Not fulfilling for somebody else, not, not, uh, you know, not to appease anybody else, mm-hmm. anything like that. It was, it was really a selfish time for me. Like, what the hell do you want to do? What impact do you want to make? And what are you actually good, naturally good at? Mm-hmm. What well, what are you naturally good at that uh, that doesn't seem like work to you? Yeah, you know. And that transition of when I finally had that that time to kind of figure it out what I wanted to do and become a personal finance coach, or or just become a financial liter- a financial literacy teacher educator, it was because I had prayed to God. I said, God, I need guidance right now. Mm-hmm. I need to figure out what what did you bring me on earth to do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What what am I here to do? What I have a lot of wisdom, I know this, but where do I use it at? Right. And what capacity do I use it at? And transitioning out of network marketing, it was now it's like, okay, bro, you're on your own. Nah, for sure. You don't have you don't have something that's already made to sell. So what what do you, what, what does it look like? What does this look like for you? And it took some time. It took like what six months to even have the idea, like you know what I'm saying, of of, of what. Oh, this is it. That's what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? This is what I want to explore. And since then, it's it's been a journey. You know what I'm saying? It's been a journey. It's been yeah. a continuous journey because uh, you want to you want to do well. You want to get better at your craft, and you want to learn more. Mm-hmm. Of course, I got to learn in the space that I'm in. But that transition, it took so much time that. It feels like you're wasting time, <laughs> you know? But, I mean, what, what was it for you? I had to really, like I said, be comfortable with Brittany 
and making Britney decisions. And there's been a lot of questions I've had to ask myself, which I think are really important when it comes to figuring out purpose and figuring out the things that you want to do and the pivots that you're making, transitions you're making, is why am I here? Like, why am I doing this thing? Why am I staying this place? Why am I choosing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And I've had to ask myself very, very difficult questions in 2022, which is, why are you doing this? And some of those answers were, because I'm afraid of what people will say if I don't. Hmm. Why are you going to that? It's because I don't want nobody to say I wasn't there and ask no questions. And it's it was then becoming comfortable with the fact that, and if they do, that's okay. Yeah. Because you, I'm telling you, like this is like the weirdest space for me is getting to a point where everything that I consider of thinking that people think the most above you, <laughs> like, is that, and if that is what it is, that's okay. Yeah. You know, I, I felt like I started to experience, like, the longer that I was indecisive or, or in choosing myself. Somebody asked me that at the early early part of this year, and they said, Brittany, you really got to decide who's value, most valuable to you. Is it what you mm. can do for all other people, or is it you? And they said, you got to make a choice. And in that moment, I was like, it took me actually months. It wasn't even in that moment. I fasted. I prayed. You know, I sought counsel. Um, I spoke to you about it. And it was like, it probably took me another, I feel like I had that conversation like April. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I just came to that conclusion last month. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure I came to that conclusion in November of like, literally, why are you doing what you're doing? Why do you feel like you can't move? Why do you feel like, you know what I'm saying? And, and, And some of that has to do with loyalty. Some of it has to do with love. You know, when you have love and respect for people that have helped you on your journey, it's kind of hard to feel like, and when you've been doing the same thing for so long and it's worked, it's kind of hard to think that you could do anything else. When you're in network marketing, one of the things that, people don't talk about is that it's very difficult to come out of it like and think that you can make the kind of money that comes from network marketing Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. in anything else and so then it's kind of like asking yourself like yo am i that good like am i good enough to do it again am i good enough to do it like i used to do it am i good enough to do it by myself and so now i'm having self-reflection or self you know I'm, i'm feeling inadequate i'm feeling as in as if i couldn't do what i know i could do be, and then it's like having to reprogram myself to believe in me. And this is not about network marketing. It's about just positioning and transitioning and, and knowing that that's what is on my heart to do, but feeling like I can't do it by myself. I need somebody else to yeah. have a product. I need, I need, I'm good at selling it. I don't need to do my own thing. I need to just sell somebody else's stuff. And it's like, well, is it the other thing or is it that you're good at sales? So you can't sell your own thing. You know what I'm saying? It's asking yourself those questions. And that was very, very difficult to come to grips with knowing that I should be moving on. I should have been moved on. I should have chosen myself a long time ago, but choosing others over me. And it got to a point where, and nothing happened. That's the crazy part. It's not like there was significant moments that, you know, I'm not fighting with people. I'm not like, none of that was the thing. It was literally a self battle of like, I don't feel like I should, I feel called to something else. I don't know what the other thing is. And right, you don't know. I don't know what the <laughs> other thing is. Let me go do what I know. And let me go do what I can like, 
I can um, scale. What? Let me do what I understand. I know the process. I know how they're going to pay. I know how much I could make. I know I can make this much if I do this. Like, I don't want to live in this unknown land if I don't know anything. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm about to be. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to build it, you know, if it's my thing. And, like, when I sat in those thoughts, it's where I got the confidence and that's when those things start happening, those deposits start happening. There's people that start coming to your life. There's people that start asking you questions that kind of reveal to you exactly where you're supposed to be and exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like if I didn't start to question what do you want to do or what is your purpose, what do you want to give the world, how do you want to impact, how do you want to influence, is it just the money? And I think when I got detached from money, yeah, that changed everything. That changed it all. You know what I'm saying? Because when you, when you feel indebted to the money, it's like, well, how are we going to eat? Yeah, you know how we gonna live? Who gonna pay these bills? <laughs> like, ideas don't pay the bills. Yeah, that's you facts. know what I'm saying. But that's it's like, facts. and those are the things that you really start to battle with when you're considering like your own thing. And so that's what it was for me is really, really thinking of transition and being confident in my own decisions. That's something that I haven't ever been. It's like I need the validity. I need to be validated in this decision. I need somebody to tell me, Nah, you could do that. I I, I could see you do that. I'm doing that. But it's like. Everything that has ever happened that was really, really significant in my life came from me not listening to nobody and listening to what I felt. Yeah. And so I'm like, where did I get away from that? Yeah, that's that's, that's good. No, no, I, I see what you mean, because so many people probably are dealing with that like, hey, I need to be validated in order for me to move. Because I'm not people don't know me for this. People know that you did investing but you sold somebody else's investing course. Correct. So how do you come out and become a finan- a personal finance coach? Who you coach? It's like those are the things you know that really. Saying? We used to walk around here all the time, just like, "Yo, I am struggling with the craziest imposter syndrome." Yeah, you struggling when with it's stuff like, like I know I'm skilled at this. You know, you're skilled. You're, you're qualified. You're called. It's all these things that, like, somebody listening right now, like, what are you skilled at? What are you called to do? What do you feel purposeful in? You know, what what do people call you for? You know what I'm saying? You have it. You already have it inside you. And sometimes that imposter syndrome is a real syndrome oh my that you have to fight through fight. every single day because yeah. you never know who's willing to listen, who's willing to learn from you, and who's mm-hmm. willing to pay you for your knowledge, too. And I think it's also important to, like, really be keen on feeling because, you know, some when you're in a personal development space and you're personally developing yourself, it's important to remember that the per- things that you learn, they, o- they don't only apply to one space. It doesn't only – like, the stuff that I've learned personally – uh, about personal development didn't only apply to my business. It applied to my marriage. It applied to my yeah, relationships. Man. It replied, you know what I'm saying? It applies to parenthood. It applied to everything. But it's like sometimes you'll only put it in a box. And I think it's really, really focusing yourself on you good. Mm-hmm. But what do you feel? Like when you start feeling those, those, those fresh, it's like even in knowing that here is holy. It's like I'm sitting in this moment. I'm being still. I'm being quiet. I, I, and honestly, I had to separate myself for, from a lot of people just to make sure that I was only hearing me. Yeah. And no, hearing that's God. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not I'm not allowing people to sway the thought. And so I think it's important to also like pay attention to how you're feeling because I started to have a lot of feelings of frustration around not pursuing what I felt called to do. Mm. And it was in those moments where I'm like, I if I feel frustrated, if I'm not happy, I'm not excited to do what I've been doing. Why am I so, what am I, what am I so afraid of letting go of? Yeah. You know what I mean? And honestly, it always continuously boiled down to, you know, 
people, the thought of people, the people that I want to be around, I want to stay, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I think it's really important to pay attention to those feelings. Like your feelings are leading you, they're guides as well. But being okay with being intentional, sitting with yourself and sitting with God and being quiet and letting him move you, lead you, show you, direct you. Um, and, and I think that was really, really pivotal in regards to transition. Like I feel my most happiest right now in the transition, in the pivot, in the thought of it. Here's what changed my life. Probably seven weeks ago when we went to church. Okay. We found a church home this year. Man, we found a church home Shout this year. Shout out to Change Church. You know, you know what's crazy? Because we were following uh, Pastor Mike mm-hmm. beginning of the year. And the word that he gave us in the beginning of the year, we needed. Yes. And then we found, we obviously knew of Darius Daniels, mm-hmm. Dr. Darius Daniels. Prior to him starting his church, but when we went to his church, it was like, finally, we found a place we needed to be, mm-hmm. and and that we feel called to be at, mm-hmm. and it, and it's been it's been you know eye opening, you know what I'm saying to say yes. the least. I mean, I knew it was real one when my husband when the service was over, first service. My husband has never. We have been to many churches, y'all. Listen, y'all, my spirit of discernment is real. We have been to many churches, and when I tell it's you, real. I be ready to, all right, come on, sign me up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Something like, always happens. Nah, something, something has always, always happened, which is crazy. Always happens. My, my spirit of sermon is real. When he said, as soon as the service was over, he said, we found it. And I said, okay. And But this is what changed my life. The first week we went to the church, um, uh, Pastor Darius was talking about Noah. And this story we all know about. But everybody only talks about Noah. Mm. They don't talk about why God destroyed the earth. Mm. I remember the whole purpose of the story of Noah is because God destroyed the earth. And when I thought about this, there's a multitude of things. And this is not a Bible study, but obviously y'all see what kind of 2022 reflection. Right. Obviously. God dealt with us. Okay. (laughs) But. People only talk about Noah's story and talk about Noah, but they don't talk about what God, like what led them to Noah is that God was destroying the earth. Here's how it translated to me in modern time is that God had created this world and he had an expectation for where it would have been by that time. And when it wasn't what he wanted, people wasn't acting right. This just, I, I mean, I made everything good, he said, but this ain't what I thought it was going to be. And he destroyed the world to start again and pastor Darius said that, that he said if god is going if god could destroy a whole world you concerned about this these five ten years 30 years you've been doing the same thing you're not willing to start over he created a whole new world from what he said at the beginning was already good and when i looked at my life i'm like in life what we look at is i did all this stuff or i spent all this time it's been all of these things this is what i thought i would be by now Mm -hmm. or this is what i expected it to be i thought we were going to the next 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 level Mm -hmm. and not being i don't want to start over i don't want to be seen starting over i don't want to try to do something different because i don't know that it's going to work i've been doing this for so long Mm -hmm. and god made all that stuff he said he made everything good but in that moment he said oh no we got to do this whole thing over and we got to do it better. Then he called somebody that wasn't an architect to build an ark. And that's when I'm like, oh, yeah. so this wasn't even what he was already doing. Like he had no blueprint. Like this is not what he was doing. This is not what he was he was professionally doing. That wasn't his career. And he was called to do something else. And he got it right the first time because he was listening to the call. 
He, it, it was who he was listening to. It was what he was listening to. And he followed the instruction that he was given. That's why Noah's story is so, that's why everybody talks about, oh, he looked like a fool. Why he, you know, before it rained, keep building because the rain is coming. Yeah, like, right. yeah, nah, but don't forget, like, that's not what he was doing. He was called to do that. And he followed the instruction. He followed the voice that he was hearing and moved accordingly perfectly and changed the whole for uh he changed our whole lives today yeah. because of what he did then because of who he was listening to so i'm like if i feel this if i'm hearing this and this is all these confirmations are coming and i'm still afraid to walk away from or create something different or build my ark mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and it was that moment that i said okay it's time because if God could create a whole new world, what makes you think that what you're about to build in this season isn't going to be greater than everything that you thought was great? Right. I remember when you was telling me that like, like, like Noah wasn't a builder. Like he wasn't an architect. He wasn't an architect. He was something else prior to before doing this. So that means he had to pivot. Big time. And he had to do it blindly. Blind no 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 blueprint. Only no the blueprint. voice of God. Only the voice of God. So it tells you that if you follow in the voice of God, if you sit, here's holy, if you sit and you hear the voice of God and then you move and you build you it and you build it and you build it, although like you build it in spite of you build it in the midst of, yeah, it'll all make sense later. And you'll realize that that here really was holy. It changed my whole life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so and the crazy thing is. The very first series that he did when we went to the church was I'm building something. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. And the message it was, it's was. only up from here. It's only I'm up like, from here. Is he? I said, okay. I mean. It's only up from here? Yeah. We we found a church home our seventh year being in the in number the of city. completion. Number of completion. It all lined up. I mean. So I guess here really was holy. <laughs> here, here really was holy. Shout out uh, to Pastor Mike. What would you call the year 2022? 2022. As we're going into this new year. You know. As we're going into this new year. 2022 was like the best, worst life of my life. Best, worst year of my life. <laughs> yes. It's like it was It was best in the sense of everything has changed. I have a new mentality. I have a new sense of confidence. I have a new sense of belief. I have a new sense of joy and excitement. And I have a newfound purpose. Mm -hmm. And I have peace in that. But it's all the other shit that I go through to get there. Yeah. yeah I, would call, I would call it... Uh, a year of foundational lessons and uh what else would I call it? I would call it getting through getting through getting through 2022 was a getting through year and I think it was a getting through year for uh a lot of people more more people than than we know for sure and more more people that, you know more than people let off oh for sure this um, year was very uncomfortable, but it's like yeah. if you took it for what it was supposed to be, you learned a lot through it, and you have a strong, like you said, foundation going into 2023. So I can say that I'm excited for 2023, honey. Yeah, I'm so grateful to be out. Got the bling, got the bling. I'm excited about 2023. What What are you excited about going into this new year? Uh, I'm excited about one. I have this. I have this saying. I've been, you know, I've been following this saying for like last 90 days but you know of course i've been doing it longer uh get one percent better a day one mm percent -hmm. better i need to be doing something that grows me one percent each day and as long as i do that the compound effect mm -hmm. is that i'll be better by the end of the year completely mm -hmm. uh, so going into this new year it's, it's, it's all about compounding compounding 
uh, becoming one, 1% better each day and getting better at something mm-hmm. towards your goal, uh, eventually you'll get there. I wrote this down the other day um, about my 2023. Um, 2023, my focus is alignment, prosperity, remaining confident in my gift. That's good. Proximity, um, who who it is that the Lord is going to align us with in that year. But here's my mantra for 2023. Y'all ready? It's all you. Mm. It's on you. Mm. It's in you. Wow. So do you, because God got you. I like that. That's That's 2023. Well, I think we ending with that. That's the life lesson. That's the life lesson. 2023 is only up from here. I'm excited about everything that's coming. I feel fresh. I feel free. I feel renewed. I'm excited. And y'all know it's about to be a whole lot of crazy stuff coming with us. So let's talk about a podcast. This one was real deep. This one was real deep. I guess we started real deep for season three, but uh, we got a lot of good stuff coming this 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 season. Yes, I'm excited. A lot of a lot of lessons to be learned. Yes, so make sure you uh, like, share, subscribe. Um, don't forget to uh, rate and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Because listen, we we coming for for some rankings. This is some higher rankings this season. <laughs> um, it's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. It's it's done, and you know uh, we believe and we're excited. So. Yeah. So don't forget to follow us at. Oh, you can follow me at Brittany Donnell. You can follow me at Malcolm underscore two underscores Garrison. And don't forget to follow the show at So Let's Talk About It Pod on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, everywhere that we can be found. And we'll see y'all later. We'll see y'all in the next episode. Welcome to 2023.